on, everybody. It is time for another episode of All About the Star right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dave Sturgio, and of course, we're back to work. It is week number eight. The Dallas Cowboys are back to practice. We're all excited. It is game week. But before I get into all that, I do want to say and kind of announce right here that if you're listening to the sound of my voice, this is actually probably, you know, more than likely you might be listening to this before the daily show that I do, the Chop Sports Daily, which we go live every day from 11 to 12 on YouTube, on our Facebook page, also on my Twitter. Uh, look for that feed every day. Um, but before we get to that, I have to announce right now because I know it's going to be this by the time you're listening to this podcast that the Chop Sports Podcast Network has just eclipsed over 40,000 downloads. So bravo to everybody that has been putting in the work for the Chop Sports Podcast Network. And we're talking about, you know, uh, it's easy to plug the shows. There's there's something for everybody. There's there's soccer. There's uh, going to be some more basketball. There's there's baseball. There's Jets. There's Mets. There's th- this one, the Cowboys one. There's the Daily Show. There's comedy. There's Jimmy Palumbo. There's there's so many people involved in this network, and that's what makes this thing grow. And, of course, I'm just very, very grateful to be a part of this and be excited and get pumped. You know, there's so many moving parts in Chop Sports every day. Uh, and as one of the owners, you know, me, myself and Chris Gucci, are like we're, we're really trying to put in the work around here. And, um, you know, er- every day's a grind. There's always obstacles every day. And, you know, th- some days are better than others. Some days I want to throw my head through a wall. But you know what? That's all part of it. And I'm glad that you're listening right now on all about the star right here on the chop sports podcast network so be sure if you can if you're listening to the sound of my voice hit pause yeah yeah i almost had you there but hit pause eventually leave a review uh that that goes a long way if you like what you hear if you if you think i stink i'll then don't leave a review. But if you do think I'm good, leave a five-star review. It helps with the algorithm, helps with the searching, and it helps Chop Sports. So I want to thank you guys for that. And I do want to say that we're brought to you by, uh, and we're we're at least coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio. That's where we do the recordings here uh, in Matawan, New Jersey. Yes, Cowboys fans in New Jersey. Imagine that. Uh, My other Cowboys podcast, the Jersey Boys podcast, which again, well, of course, that's exactly what it's called. The Jersey Boys podcast is doing very well on the Blogging the Boys podcast network in which they just eclipsed over a million downloads. Yes, a million downloads. And it's October. So they're going to soar to the next level. And I just hope one day that my network is as big as theirs, if not bigger. So let's get down to brass tacks. It is game week. We are back. No more buys. No more relaxing Sundays like it was. And when I say I had a relaxing Sunday, I didn't move. For all those hours of football, I just sat there and watched the NFC East implode minus the Giants because, of course, they had to go spoil the fun and get a win. But now, I mean, look, now they join their little brothers. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington football team, and the New York football Giants are all two and five as the Cowboys are chilling right now, hanging out up. It's very lonely at the top right now. And we all know that things can go awry and go crazy and and, and completely, you know, implode, but they're, they're five and one right now. They've won five games in a row, right? There's no actual slowdown in sight. The only thing I can say is, you know, yes, the buy came at the right time due to quarterback one being injured right now, or at least a little banged up. Dak Prescott strained his calf uh, on the final throw against the Patriots uh, in a winning effort. And, you know, again, of course, that's what we have to talk about. And, you know, and people are just, you know, they're just they're just going crazy over this. And again, we didn't have to have 
that kind of news uh, this week. But, of course, there's there's nothing else going on. So, of course, there's going to be a lot of Willie won't he play. I mean, I, I personally, to me, if you're going to ask me as a, if I'm a gambling man on a Wednesday as you're listening to this, might be Thursday, Friday when you're listening to this. But on a Wednesday as you're listening to this, I have no doubts in my mind that Dak Prescott is the quarterback on Sunday night. Halloween night, Sunday night football, prime time. He is going to be the guy, okay? Because NBC won't let it happen. NBC is not going to let Cooper Rush start that game, okay? NBC wants a primetime game. They're going to get Dak Prescott versus Kirk Cousins. We'll get into that in a little bit as we get into our game preview. But I will say there's a lot of things going on for the Cowboys. First, shout out to the NFL for finding C.D. Lamb. You guys are an absolute joke. Nothing is fun anymore. Nothing. It is the no fun league. They've said that time and time again. I just never wanted to believe it, you know? But now I have to believe it. They find CeeDee Lamb for his little wave at uh, Jalen Mills after the touchdown. Now, why did he do that? Why did he Why did he get up and wave? Is, is CeeDee Lamb just a, just a mean guy? No. Did anybody watch the play? He scored a touchdown. Jalen Mills threw him, shoved him to the ground. So instead of CeeDee Lamb doing what the common man would do, and that's get up and smack Mills in the head, he just waves, said bye, see you later, enjoy that loss, catch that L. Jalen Mills, you know what? Ask the NFL favor. This might be possible. I don't know. You know how they they every time an NFL athlete is fined, it actually goes to charity. That's like all the fine money goes to charity. Here's an idea. Take the $10,000 that you find C.D. Lamb and invest it in Jalen Mills to go to cornerback school because we have owned your little ass for how many years now, okay? But that is just, it is as, it's just asinine. It's asinine for him to even try to get involved with C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is one of the premier receivers in the league. Jalen Mills is stunk, and, you know, he, he wouldn't even change his hair color. He's still got the stupid, you know, eagle green in there. Like, it just it doesn't make any sense. But, again, you caught that L, all right? You caught the wave, and now it's all over. Now, the Patriots did bounce back last week, and they beat their shit out of the Jets, okay? So they were angry. They played They played angry. Belichick was pissed off, and he ran up the score. Um that that's I don't I don't condone that type of behavior. It is the NFL and there is no style points. Putting 50 up on your arrival, that stinks. We almost did it though. We almost did it a couple times. Uh but yeah, so as far as that goes, the you know, the 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 fine, it's ridiculous, but it is what it is. There is some news on the injury front, according to Michael Gelkin. He is my go-to along with Patrick Walker. On uh, on the socials, as far as the Cowboys insider information, Patrick Walker works for CBS Sports. Gelkin writes for the Cowboys. So, uh, and of course, uh, Hellman and and there are credible sources out there that actually I can take serious. There are some that I can't take so serious because it seems like there's some kind of agenda or some kind of you know I like this guy, don't like this guy kind of thing, some kind of motive behind all your posts, Clarence Hill. Uh, but yeah, so there's there's just there's guys out there that I just I don't know. I, they rub me the wrong way, and I can't really follow them. But the guys that I'm telling you to go follow as far as your source for information, including me, because sometimes since I talk to these guys, I'm able to get some info from them. Patrick Walker, Michael Galkin, David Hellman, uh, you know, it just the list goes on. There is a deep list of good Cowboys content guys uh, and writers, but on the injury front. So back to practice this week for the first time since week one, Lyle Collins. Okay, that's a big one. All right. Lyle Collins coming in now. Terrence Steele played really well. Terrence Steele played serviceable football and there was no lag. There was no, there was no like, oh, I can't believe it's because Terrence Steele's at right tackle. No, it, there was none of that. So Terrence Steele answered the call. And that's huge. That is absolutely huge. Because look, 
his stock now goes up to be the swing tackle for the Dallas Cowboys or somebody else. And that would be unfortunate for us to lose him, but he, he's proven his worth. He's still young. He's on the contract, so I'm not worried about losing him right now. But Terrence Steele played well. And now with Collins coming back, the offensive line that has already been keeping Dak upright for the most part and, and creating these holes for now two of the top, I don't know, 15 rushers in a league being Zeke and Tony Pollard, it gets better. Imagine that. I mean, that, that's to me, that's just, whoa, you know, like that, that that's definitely something that, um, you know, it, it's taken with grace, you know, as Jerry would say, you know, it was taken with with a lot of hype. OK, I'm very excited about Lyle Collins to get back and the offensive line to be even better. There is also other news. Michael Gallup. OK, he's returning to practice this week. Um, there's like a window. And I know that you guys, if you, if you guys are educated fans, you know that there's some kind of injury window where they get like 21 days to kind of acclimate back themselves off the IR. So guys like Michael Gallup, uh, Tristan Hill, Calvin Joseph, Francis Bernard, all these guys are coming off the IR. Unfortunately, with that. Brett Urban, who I think has had a very, very good year, and he's very, very entertaining, and he's a voice in the locker room, and he's doing more thing, more good than than anything else uh, as far as camaraderie goes for this, this, you know, this defensive line in which we thought the run stopping was going to be abysmal, you know, going forward because of what we saw last year, and they really turned it up. Um, as far as uh, so, Brett Urban gets on the IR. Maurice Kennedy with a concussion goes to the IR. So you remember. These IR rules are tricky, and they, they changed last year where the IR now is just three weeks. Or it could be season-ending if they choose, you know, if they so choose. But they're putting Kennedy and Urban on a three-week IR. We will not see them for the next three weeks. So that stinks. Uh, Kennedy obviously was the flavor of the month in the preseason. Hasn't really done too much during the regular season so far in the first seven games. Brett Urban, like I said, voice on the sidelines. Everybody kind of likes him. He's just he's a likable dude, you know, and I think that's a bigger loss than what people are going to start touting about because, you know, Tristan Hill's trying to come back and Neville Gallimore might be on his way back too. So, like, where does Urban even fit? And Watkins has been playing okay. So it's like we lose this guy. It stinks. But I think for more of the camaraderie part of it, it's even worse. So keep your eye on the defensive interior uh, going forward. Um, and they, and that's basically it for the for the uh, the injury front uh, of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, what do we think about Dak Prescott? Well, again, like I said earlier, he's going to play. I think he's going to play, and I and I truly believe that. Um, looking ahead to the Vikings, in which we will get to after the break, but you know they're susceptible to certain things, and I think this is this bodes well for Dak Prescott. So it's been a, a fantastic week off. Everybody got to relax. Everybody got to see the NFC East, the, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles lose to the Raiders. We got to see the Washington football team get trounced by the Packers, right? Um, we're excited about this week. There's, you know, there was something to be said on uh, on last week's roundtable with I was I joined RJ Ochoa, Tody Canalina, and of course Tom Ryle on the blogging the boys roundtable. And what they said was, or they asked, when is the time to start rooting for the NFC East, right? When is the time to start rooting for these shittier teams uh, in order for the Dallas Cowboys to get a better seed? Look, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, you've seen this too many times. You've seen this, oh, we got a great lead in the division, and then it's eh, and then it's, eh, and then it's, eh. like it starts to drop a little bit here and there. Look, the Cowboys are in a position to take care of business by themselves. They don't have to worry about anybody else except themselves. They don't have another division game until December. So the whole month of November, you know, you got to deal with, A, this week coming up the Vikings. 
then Atlanta, then Denver, then Kansas City. You know what I mean? So these these other games that are coming up in November, oh, I'm not sorry, not Kansas City. I think it's uh, Vegas first. But in any event, you know, the NFC East is not is a non-factor right now. You just kind of, to me, you want those games in December to not mean anything. What I, what I mean by that is at the end of November, if the Cowboys are still chilling four or five games up with – X amount of games to play or one month of football to play, then you don't have to worry about so many things, right? Like you would want the NFC East to be out of your hair. Now, look, I know from the surface, you look at the teams like the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington football team, and, and of course the New York football giants. And you look at all those teams, you're just like, well, who's the threat? Who's a threat right now? The Eagles look abysmal. We all know that Jalen Hurts doesn't look like he's any good at football. And I'm telling you that I've watched that entire Raider game and I just looked at him like he was completely lost, right? So I'm not worried about Jalen Hurts. And I think that now that Deshaun Watson has kind of told no to Philly as far as his trade uh, clause thing, my water, like we don't have to worry about them ever having a quarterback until they address it again. Is Jalen Hurts going to make plays? Yes, Jalen Hurts going to make plays. We get it. But overall, it's just I don't I don't see it. I'm sorry from what I say. And I know I got the Cowboys blinders on right now, but I'm looking at this kid, and I just don't see it. The New York Giants are the team that I said in the beginning of the year were going to be the most improved. And why I say that is because their defense was good or getting better, and we were going to finally find out what we had in Daniel Jones, what they had in Daniel Jones, right? So Daniel Jones gets rocked. He misses a week. Um, or or maybe, no, maybe he didn't miss. I don't think he missed a week, right? He just got knocked out of the Cowboy game and bang, he's right inserted right back in. Saquon Barkley, out. You know, half a man, half a season all of a sudden. This guy can't stay healthy. They have zero receivers, right? They If they don't get healthy, Daniel Jones isn't the capable quarterback to put this all on his shoulders. He's not Aaron Rodgers, right? He's not Patrick Mahomes. Well, I can't even say Patrick Mahomes. He's having a bad year. But, like, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady. He's not the kind of guy that could be like, well, you know, we're down 17 guys but I'm Tom Brady. You know, he can't say that. He can't say, well, I'm kind of a Daniel Jones and like nobody cares. You know, nobody cares if you're Daniel Jones. You stink. Um, but again, I think he's got that no quit mentality, which is good to have if you're an NFL quarterback. And if you're a, a New York Giants fan, I'm sure that that, that helps uh, your confidence level. Um, but they're not really, they're not really moving the needle for me. And then when you talk about not moving the needle at all, the Washington football team is in disarray. Their ownership stinks. Their coach stinks. Everything stinks about, and I now I sound like Jimmy Palumbo, but everything uh, about the Washington football team is no good. And they were highly touted coming in. People were like, oh, man, look at this defense. It's going to be great. No, man. Like, they, they've literally, they couldn't put six guys on Devontae Adams last week to cover him. They just couldn't do it. And I, I, I'm not sure what people were looking at going in, I guess, when you see a guy like a Chase Young, you think that he's going to do enough to make everybody else better. When you're a defensive end and you can get pressure on the quarterback, that makes the corners better. That makes the linebackers better. That makes the over-the-top safety help better. That's what happens, right? But Chase Young himself has not done enough. And because he hasn't done enough, the, the, the Washington football team has just not done enough. They've not done enough. So the Cowboys can skate through this division backwards. I truly believe that They have the talent on both sides of the ball. To get it done, but I want it locked up before we start saying, "Oh, let's just see if X, Y, Z, or, or the, you know, the Eagles can be uh, you know one of the top seeds, so it helps us." Like, no, none of that crap until it's done. Until you have a why, which again, any real fan knows a why is your division title. You are the division champion. Once that's locked up, the job isn't even done. You know, you want to be, and I talked to you know, I talked to RJ last week. 
you want to be one or two or three. You don't want to be four because if you're the four seed, guess what, folks? Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You're going to take on the loser of the NFC West, and that's either going to be uh, it's either going to be Arizona or it's going to be LA. Do you really want to deal with those teams? No, you want to keep winning games. They can continue to do that, take care of their own business, and we don't have to worry about jack shit in December. Okay, we can all celebrate Thanksgiving. We can all celebrate Christmas. It's going to be a fun, fun winter if they all stay healthy. If they all stay healthy. So let's take a break. When we come back, we got the Minnesota Vikings coming up. What's going on, guys? This is Sturge, and I got a question for you. Have you ever dreamt about flipping a house or buying an investment property? I know I have. There's a reason why house flipping is out of reach for most people, and that's because of a lack of information. Flipping Made Easy is for people like you who feel drawn to the world of house flipping, but they don't have a clue as to where to start. Check out FlippingMadeEasy.com. Here, you'll find comprehensive and easy-to-understand information about every stage of the house flipping process. You'll receive access to millions of houses ripe with flipping potential. Hundreds of expert guidance explained through research articles and easy-to-understand video content. And thousands of vendors for all of your house flipping needs. Subscribe to FlippingMadeEasy.com and become part of the flipping community. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOP, you'll receive a free t-shirt and a 30-day, that's right, 30-day money-back guarantee. That's FlippingMadeEasy.com. All right, we're back from break. Thank you so much to our sponsors, advertisers, everything that's making CHOP Sports grow, uh, grow and go. Why not? How about a mixture of grow and go? How about grow? So thank you to our sponsors and our advertisers. Now, the Minnesota Vikings, let's not forget what happened last year we took on minnesota in minnesota who was the quarterback kirk cousins who was our quarterback andy dalton the red rifle the red rocket he was the guy he won this game for them so i'm just like okay i mean like if andy dalton can beat him then we should probably just walk through this team when i made my on the chop sports daily podcast we did our season-long predictions in which we thought you know certain well, predicted the records but we actually went week by week to actually get a good uh, accurate, um, accurate, uh, record. Right. So I went through the Vikings and I just, I don't know. I don't see them being that good of a football team. And I know they've played well. I know they've beaten teams in on their schedule, which again, they should, they should have, but then they lost a couple brutal ones. You know what I mean? And they lost a couple games where I'm like, where, where is this team going? They're very, very middle of the pack. And when you have, speaking of, the Packers in your division, right, and you got the Bears that are just kind of, you know, kind of, eh, you know, because nobody really knows what Justin Fields is going to bring yet. He looked very boohoo-lipped last week where he just did very disinterested, right? Uh, the Lions are obviously fighting, but they can't seem to get a win. Um, but when you're the Vikings and you're the middle of the pack, you know, you, you come up to a Cowboys team that's coming off a bye, this is going to tell you where the Cowboys are going to be, Okay. When a team comes off a bye, if they come out flat, if a team like the Cowboys comes out flat off a bye week, it makes you believe that you should have just kept going. You know, it makes you believe that the bye came at the wrong time. Yes, a la Dak Prescott hurt. We can't really get into all that. But what I will say is that I think that this Dallas Cowboys team was going to play some inspired football. Now, who do the Vikings have over on that side of the ball? That worries me. We haven't faced a running back like Dalvin Cook yet. We have not. You know, look at the schedule. We have not. The the Bucks in the in game one, you know, had their you know, Fournette and the Ronald Jones and blah, 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 right? Eckler, 
gave us some fits here and there. We missed out on playing McCaffrey, so that doesn't count. Barkley gets hurt in a half a minute. No running backs exist on the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what I mean? So these you know games that have come and gone, the Patriots, they haven't had a, a solid number one since Curtis Martin. <laughs> okay, so there's there hasn't been a running back like a bell cow like a Dalvin Cook. That's kind of it worries me a little bit. I think that he can be dangerous out of the backfield. Um, I think you have to spy him. Kirk Cousins is not your threat to run, so why not we just let's let's let like Keanu Neal slash Micah Parsons kind of kind of look at him and make sure we know where he's at at all times. I think that's a big thing. Now, this is going to be the test for this cornerback crew core. Okay, now that you're down Maurice Kennedy, now that you're down, you know, and I'm not saying he was, you know, the cat's pajamas. I I I don't, I don't believe that at all. But Trayvon Diggs, obviously, on his historic start, right, seven interceptions. He's unbelievable right now. He's played six games. He's doing incredible, incredible things in which, you know, there's nobody playing better. There's nobody playing better when it comes to turnovers and takeaways, right? He has given up yards, and that's what scares me because now you have an Adam Thielen, and now you have a Justin Jefferson, right? And and that's not all. Their supporting cast is pretty good. Kirk Cousins can sling it once he gets going. So that's what we need to do. We got to make sure that Kirk Cousins does not get going. And what I mean by that is we need big, big, big out of Randy Gregory this week. Big, big, big out of the other side, whether it be Parsons or anybody coming off the other side edge. Make him step up in the pocket. Fluster him a little bit. Do not let him throw the ball down the field, Justin Jefferson. We will get beat by one of these guys once or twice. It's going to happen. I have to make peace with that. I have to start bringing it all in because, I, I you know, if I think that the Cowboys are going to go out there and shut them out, I'm misinformed and, I, and I'm lying to the public, and that, that wouldn't be good. Um, but they do have this offense in which I know they can score, right? Has it shown its face a couple times? Yes, and that's what, that's what worries me. This Cowboys defense is good. They're playing way above what people thought they were going to be playing with, right? But, again, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see their offense against our defense. Now, our offense with a Dak Prescott with a little bit of a little, little gimpy, okay? Now, I'm not saying he's hurt. I'm saying he might choose to throw a couple more times and then run. Okay. And he might throw a ball away or two while we're all screaming at the TV, run Dak run. We have to keep in mind that if he's actually still banged up, he's not going to run. He's not going to run. He's not going to risk the rest of the season because we all want him to run on a third and six. You know what I mean? So let's not get crazy with that. But let's also keep in mind that this offense is clicking. Okay. The receiving core is only going to get better. Cedric Wilson. I, I know, you know, you bring up Cooper, you bring up lamb, uh, Cedric Wilson uh, saved the game for us last week. You know, he's one of those really good unsung heroes of this season already. Their tight ends have played amazing. Dalton Schultz and, of course, Blake Jarwin. Those guys are playing great. The offensive line's getting healthier. And lo and behold, the weakness of the, the Vikings right now is their run defense. And we have one of the two of the better running backs in the league. Okay, so... That's what you have to do. They have to go into this game with the same mentality they had with the Bucs, meaning whatever that defense is showing in that moment, you better do the opposite. You know, you, you got to play to the weaknesses, all right? And there's just so many too many times in, in Dallas Cowboys history where we're like, you know what, we can, we can go shot for shot with these guys. Let's run this ball down their throat, you know? And then Jason Garrett's like, let's run this ball down their throat 44 times. Sometimes it doesn't work, you know, and, and I think Kellen Moore is very good at adapting. And I think even Dak Prescott is even better, you know, because there was many, many times where he actually checked out of the run, you know, and he threw all over Tampa Bay. 
take what they're giving you. And I think the Dallas Cowboys will be successful again. All right. So if you're looking for my prediction, my prediction for this week is that the Dallas Cowboys keep rolling. Okay. They keep rolling offensively. There will be a couple times where there's just going to be either busted coverage or Thielen's going to run and, and just go off to the races or Justin Jefferson's going to catch a hitch route and then take it to the house for some odd reason. There will be times like that. But ultimately, I think that the Dallas Cowboys will move on to six and one. And they're going to win this game 28-23. 28-23 Dallas, okay? I know they opened up as two-point favorites on the road. I don't like that. I hate that. I know they were four-point favorites against the Pats. I still don't like it. This one's a little closer, and I think the game will be a little closer. And I think more than likely, you might even be losing at halftime. You might even be losing at halftime, and we're all going to look at each other. You know, I'm going to look at my dad and my brother, and we're going to be looking at each other like, what the hell do they have to do to turn us around? Uh, and they will ultimately they will, I think, but they got to come out firing on all cylinders. They're coming off the break. Everybody's getting healthier. Everybody's getting back. The Dallas Cowboys have a chance to roll here and get to six and one. And let's just say the NFC East, you know, obviously the giants got the, the chiefs who are just pissed off and really mad, like just like an angry team right now. And you know, they're going to be coming out swinging next week on Monday night football. And of course, I don't even know. You know what? Off the top of my head, couldn't even tell you who the Eagles or the, or the Washington football team have next week. Nor do I care. Nor do I care. Like I said, I'm not worried about those guys. I'm worried about the Dallas Cowboys. Be concerned about the Dallas Cowboys that they can keep their foot on the gas pedal all the way down to the floor. They will take care of business this week and move on to six and one. So I want to thank you guys for joining me here on All About the Star right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. I want to congratulate everybody across the board on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. I've been doing this podcasting thing since 2014. I've been in sports media since 2007. This right now in 2021 is my most proud I've ever been to be a part of something that's growing and we're doing it on our own. You know what I mean? Like It's a big, big ordeal for me. It's a big ordeal for Chris. I think we're the, the, the moon is legitimately even... Like, that's too low. You know, let's just keep going past the, the friggin' moon, okay? So, Job Sports is on the rise. I want to thank everybody for joining me. I will be joining, as you're listening to this, I will be joining a friend of mine from New Jersey tonight, as you're listening to this, so Wednesday night. I'm going to sit down with this guy. According to him, he's been doing it for 18 years, autograph signings with the Dallas Cowboys. So, I don't want to drop any names or anything like that, but there could be some really cool guests coming soon to all about the star so thank you guys for listening and i will see you guys next week hopefully with the dallas cowboys at six and one